Welcome back to 4Geeks by Geeks, the place where geeks come to geek out. I am Jeff Sitz, the maestro misrepresenting this merry medley of magnificent myths, mounting Marshall Myers, and meshing monologues we mention as Dungeons and Dragons. If you joined us last week, we are so happy to have you back. Um, and if it's your first time joining us on a Thursday night, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. I would shake your hand through this camera if I could. Uh, if you haven't yet, be sure to catch up with our story thus far by watching previous episodes. We upload them each week on Saturday to YouTube at youtube.com for geeks by geeks. Sorry, youtube.com slash. There is a slash in the middle of that for geeks by geeks. Uh, or listen to them in the podcast format uh, by looking up for geeks by geeks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you may be able to find podcasts like behind your toilet i don't know maybe with me today we've got our players bozer masquerading as the mischievous magician merrick and t who's impersonating a masterful mugger impersonating impersonating <laughs> uh we are short a player today but if you tuned in last week, you will understand why Gaia is not keen on being with the group right now. Shit got intense. Like little camping. Because he's a little bitch. Are you two ready for this two-player session today? Probably wow. not, but here we are. Such roleplay pressure I have never come upon in my <laughs> life. I mean, you've done improv scenes with just two people, right? Um, yeah, is this a bad time to say those don't go well for me? <laughs> <laughs> He's a theater major. He's good at improv. Wrong. Hey, T, can we, uh, can we just take that last bit out in post? No. Nope. Thanks. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Well, previously on Dungeons & Dragons Ball Z, our adventurers arrived on a strangely geometric island to resupply, teaming up with the mysterious myth, A Thick Kitty, who guided them through the jungle based on vibes alone. They ended up finding a cave leading down into the ground, which Myth ended up slipping down into and out of sight. The rest of the group quickly followed, and after some strange realizations that this underground temple that they found was in fact related to the institute that Merrick grew up in, the very same institute that Gaia's remaining monastery members attacked to recover Nuri's egg from. We left off with Nuri snapping at Milos in the tension and running off deeper into the ruins, and Gaia disappearing off after him. With Merrick close behind, Milos stayed behind to make sure that Merrick didn't get left behind. Uh, lots of behinds in this episode, I guess. All the behinds. Hopefully no behinds. All the Milos is allergic to bees. <laughs> That's Fun canon fact. now. I'm going to throw some bees. <laughs> I, but, um... I cast anaphylactic shock. <laughs> anaphylactic shock and grasp. <laughs> That's I like that. That is... <sighs> That's what I needed to start this session off. But... With you two still in the very room where you have a 
corpse, a long dead corpse, up on a um, raised platform, and a bolt stuck in the wall of the opposite end of the room, where a strange, leathery-skinned, bat-winged creature disappeared from. What do a man bat? What do Milos and Merrick do? Myth is still missing. Gaia and Nuri just ran off out of the room. Um, if you are looking at the map on roll 20, you are not sure which direction is north right now. But if we're looking at the orientation of the map, bottom of the room, south side of the room. Shoot. Uh, I realize that fuck, I can't fuck, have... Fuck, 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 fuck. Captain is going to be pissed. How do we lose two people in five minutes? We we have to we have to get after him. He, did, I'm very you, overwhelmed right now. I thought politics in the depths got bad. Let's go. Uh, and Milos is gonna head towards that uh, door, orientation-wise on map south to us. But wait, wait, wait for me. And I'm coming after you. All right. Uh, heading out of that south door, to the right you've got the pile of rubble um, and a room that opens up a little bit more um, directly ahead of or ahead of you and to the right. Um, or to your left you've got the room that you came in from and a archway on the opposite side of that room. Can I do a survival check to see if Nuri and Gaia left any level of track that we could follow? It is flooded in this, oh, so walking down the right. stairs, that's right. you've got water halfway up the stairs, and the rooms in front of you are flooded six feet up, with that's another right. six feet of airspace above. Uh, Milos is uh, going to wait for Merrick to get on his back again, um, and then he is going to proceed towards that east doorway, uh, going through that archway that we have not explored yet. You got it. Can you just highlight where archway. we're at on the map? I'm showing the map right now going through here. Ooh, okay. So, with that, Did you say I can I'm on your back. Do... Yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> I realized that I couldn't see my character sheet and look at the map, so I had to like move things around live on screen. So, <laughs> oh, you're welcome, chat. Both of you Both of you have dark vision actually, so I'm I sure do. Reveal the majority of this room. There Ooh. we go. So you two come into a room that has um, six pillars, an opening opposite you on the uh, on the or an archway, another archway opposite you, um, a collapsed wall that instead of just being a collapsed uh, pile of rubble, is actually a another cave opening, um, and you can see the water kind of draining down into that direction. Um, and then another opening to your right, again, based on the orientation of the room, on the same wall as you, west wall, but further down. Well, how do you know he went this way? I don't know anything about anywhere at this point. Coggin, do you know where he went? Let me check. Are you sure you want to find him, though? Uh, no, but... I thought he was my friend, and then 
I just found out that he might have killed mom and dad and attacked us and I just don't know what to do. He did come this way, but he ran outside of my vision not long after. Can Kagan? I hear Cog at this point, or is he just talking to Merrick? It is just Merrick. Cog says he went this way, Wait but... One second, I'm so sorry. He doesn't know. Uh-oh. I... Cog is just talking to Merrick right now. Okay. Yeah, Cog says he went this way, but he doesn't know where he went now. Yeah, we still need to have a conversation about this. What's there to talk about? The fact you have an imaginary friend that can now speak to all of us and that you are solely taking advice from without speaking with anybody else. He is not imaginary. And then lying to us about it. I didn't lie. I don't like lies. I didn't Omission lie. of truth is still lying. I didn't know if I would be in trouble. I'm more upset that you have this creature that is clearly capable of impacting the world running around with us and we have no idea what his capabilities are or things he can do. He is my friend and he has helped me every step of the way. He was right. my friend at the Institute. He's my friend now. You're are my you friend. I don't know Cog. I can't say Cog is my friend, so can I trust that Cog has my interests in hand? Are you two floating in the middle of this room having this conversation? Yeah, it's probably Apparently. a conversation we would have had kind of floating into it. <laughs> so your voices are echoing around in this chamber. Um, arched ceilings that come to a point. Um, and again, you've got a on average about six feet of height from the water up to the ceiling but at those points it raises up to about 10 feet of height and we just see some pillars and some rubble and you see some pillars coming up out of the water some rubble in the far corner and a couple of entrances okay. um give me a perception check actually if you are taking the time to look around the room while talking perception oof can it be my passive? <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah. With you, if you are not looking around the room and you are just kind of... Noticing things all the time. Yeah, just kind of keeping an eye out as you are having this conversation. Your passive is 19? It's 20 now. 20 now. I'm that kid that notices everything, so don't use any bad words. Right. <laughs> you think you notice a shift in the water in the in the archway directly to your right coming into the room but you look over in that direction and there's nothing there um it's hard to hear anything because you still have the echo of roaring water mm -hmm. just pushing through all of the chambers what was that i guess we should probably go look huh what if, what if it's Gaia and he's just waiting to attack us? And we prepare ourselves, and Milos is going to pull up his crossbow. All right. And I'm going to start waiting that direction. Um, 
trying to see from like a vantage point, kind of arcing my way in to kind of get like a good view of the entryway to not go in completely blindsided. And you just feel Merrick's claws <laughs> like around your neck. Ow! Sorry. Going through that doorway, that archway to the or to your right, um, it oh come on, oh wrong one. Uh, it opens up into another room. The wall directly in front of you is collapsed. The water here is a little bit more still, and you see it kind of. We see waves forming and bouncing off the far wall. Uh, there are stairs coming up out of the water into a room beyond that you cannot see into. So there's waves, but a doorway. No doorway, just a. Because you are coming from. Sorry, stairs, but waves yes. would indicate that something is blocking those stairs. <clears throat> Because if it's waves no. bouncing off, that means there's well, no the waves current are, flowing through that stairway. The waves, are, the waves are, are coming up and crashing onto the stairs because the stairs come up out of the water. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying now. Yep. Do you want to get out of the water for a moment? I'm not in the water. I'm on your back. <laughs> you got me there. Uh, and I'm going to head towards the stairs. Heading up the stairs, um, Merrick, you hear a rumbling coming from the next room as you get close to the stairs. You hear... Wait, I hear something. What's your gut telling you? Or it's dangerous? Or... Well, it kind of sounds like when Nui is sleeping, but louder and bigger. I don't think we should probably not go this way. Let's probably circle back and go through that other archway. Okay. But what if Nui's in there? What if it got Nui? Well, then it wouldn't be asleep. Unless it woke up and it ate it and went right back to sleep. That would be a very fast turn of events, and I don't think that's the circumstance. Either. Well, I once read in this book that there was a, a, a sleeping disorder that you fall asleep really fast. Um, so maybe he has narcolepsy. Do you want to go up the stairs or not, kid? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Okay, uh, so Milos will step back and then head back towards this area. As you turn around, um, Merrick, you notice rapid movement in the water at the opposite door. At the door that we're we're now headed back towards. Yes. Wait, 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 wait! There's something at the, there's something down there. Milos would probably do a quick dip into the water to see what he sees beneath the surface. <laughs> I said quick dip. If you're on my back and not under the water, I can dip down a little okay. bit. 
Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Starting off strong with a 21. Mm. You see... It's hard to make out. Because um, you are, at this point, roughly 25 feet away from it. And so your dark vision does go out that far. But again, in the water, uh, it is hard to make out. And at first, it just looks like a piece of floating debris piece of wood or maybe a stick and then it moves and wriggles slightly uh, at this point I think my uh, Milos would probably shoot at it underwater uh, no I'd, I'd come up and then sh- uh, no cross crossbows fire underwater what are you doing uh, fire underwater all right give me an attack roll at disadvantage okay that makes a plus seven seventeen and what is the range of a cross of a hand crossbow 3120 oh you're lucky then <laughs> it's almost too far for the crossbow to work underwater uh 17 you said to hit yes all right go ahead and roll damage for me what is it what is it <clears throat> five plus four makes nine piercing you you see your crossbow bolt rocket through the water and embed itself halfway along the length of this weird tubular writhing thing and as it hits both sides just go wild and then turn you see it connect at one point and make a loop and start waving back and forth to rapidly make its way towards you. I need both of you to roll initiative for me. Bob! Sorry, kid. Alright. Nat 20 plus 4, 24. Very nice. Let me get my handy dandy uh, whiteboard out here. That's 13. 21 for Milos. 13 for Merrick. 13 for Merrick. This is our first... No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. (laughs) No, no, it's not. This is my first combat. I was hiding and running the first time. (laughs) Alright, Milos, you are up first. What are you doing? Uh, Milos is going to cast Wall of Water. Uh, to set up a barrier wall to wall to keep whatever thing coming towards us away from myself and Mary. Alright. What'd you see? What is it? I don't know, but it's coming fast. <laughs> and just Beelos is gonna quickly like, shove his hands up to make the water form a little barrier between them. Cool, cool, cool. Merrick, you're up. What are you doing? Unless you want to move as well, Milos. Uh, Milos would probably step back towards the stairs so Merrick could step off. Um, Milos can obviously fight underwater. Merrick cannot. All right. Um, so there's a big wall of water. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't think that I could get any spells through. So I'm going to cast shield on myself. Alright. Uh, where do you start the... Oh, it has to be f- from the ground. So it does only protrude four feet up. That's okay. Uh, 
above the the water itself. Um, but it does. It starts at the at the floor, goes up through the water, and then comes up four feet above the water. Perfect. So we're only talking about six feet of clearance, or what? Two feet of clearance then? About yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, sorry, Merrick. Uh, so yeah, I just cast shield on myself. All right. And uh, shield is a reaction, so you don't actually need to use your action to do that. You can wait until you are targeted by an attack. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Let's don't forget to watch your back, kid. You don't know what's behind us. Uh, um, I'm going to. I can't see in this in this other room, right? I mean, I have dark vision, so how far can I see into this next room? Into the us. next room behind you. With the stairs going down. You, um, yeah. With you being at the bottom of the stairs, you can see. You can't see much of the room. You can kind of just see the. Ah, come on. Sorry, tools are not working for me right now. There we go. You can kind of just see the roof of the like first five, ten, or you can really see the roof into the center of the room. But you can't see much just because the angle is so sharp on these stairs. You can't see into the room very well. Okay. Um, you could climb the up angle. The st- it's not because it's too dark. Right. And so you could climb up to the top of the stairs and try and be sneaky and look in. Or you yeah, could. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna kind of just crawl up the stairs and peek my head up to see what I can see. Give me a stealth check. Ooh, not bad, not bad. Plus two, seventeen. All right. Uh, with that, climb up to the top of the stairs, and you see a massive, muscled, matted furred mound curled up on the ground, about ten feet to your left and you see a colorful figure with two ears poking up in the silhouette and black fur petting it and you see one of the figure's ears go and then as they turn you see you know when you look at a cat and their eyes are just uh-huh. reflecting the what little light there is in the darkness showing the true spirit of demon within all of them yeah exactly Correct. And so you just see those two beady points of light as the head whips around oh hello friend be very quiet please in a pickle. Yes, I have noticed. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Shh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. All right, Milos. <laughs> what is your? What are the issues with going through a wall of water? Uh, so the wall of water is so I can make it 30 feet long so wall of anything you can kind of manipulate to Mm -hmm. fit 
How wide is the room, which is going to dictate how thick the wall is? Roughly, roughly, roughly. About 20 feet across. Okay. So that would make it then. So it's going to be two sets of panel panels, magic wise, between is that this creature would have to go to. Mm-hmm. The panels themselves have an AC of five and 15 hit points apiece. Is there anything in the spell that says that it restricts movement? Wall is difficult terrain. Okay, thank you. Then yeah, the creature manages. Let's and this see. does last up to ten minutes. So because of that, the creature can't quite get to you. Um, does it, it attempt to? It does. Can I get a better look of it as it tries to get through? As it, so it's still in the hoop formation, and you just see it like wiggling back and forth as the hoop. And all of a sudden, it rockets across from where it is uh, on its side of the room. It rockets across. It gets caught up in the wall of water. It has to, you know, spend the extra movement just trying to get through it. And because of that, it comes up short, but still rockets through and comes is coming at you. Doesn't get the chance to attack, but it is a it's a reptile with a snake head at one end of the loop sticking out and another stink head at the other side of the danger noodle gripping on behind the first snake head to form a loop so instead of cat dog it's cat snake snake it's snake snake is this what is it called an aurorobus oh the uh ouroboros yeah yeah. yeah the ouroboros yeah pretty much <clears throat> All right, neat, we neat, are... neat. so we're fighting a myth- mythological creature. Neat. Right. Um, and then Myth is going to slowly stop petting the creature, walk backwards towards you, Merrick, mm-hmm. and they will come to the stairs and just sit down on the top step and do the thing that you see like four-year-olds do where they put their hand on the step like reach down and just go down butt at a time like Uh butt step at a time yeah only four-year-olds not grown men nope (laughs) never once have i done that definitely don't crawl on all fours up the stairs either merrick oh my god every time yeah you have to every time (laughs) merrick uh, we should be getting away from this creature over here because they are quite big, quite dangerous, and I do not know how long I can keep them asleep. Oh, yeah, I agree, but like, here's the thing. There's also something over here that Milos is keeping on that side of the water. Oh, wonderful. Uh, should we go see if we can help, maybe? Yeah. That, okay. That's what that's what we do. Let's go. We're sailors. Yeah. <laughs> and they put their hand out. They don't stand up from the steps. They just put their hand out and kind of pull you down so the two of you can start scooching down the steps together. Uh, okay. Milos, we are back to you. Alright. Um, 
so is this in it is in right prox- up on you right in proximity where am i at on the stair am i close to the stairs am i not close to the stairs i'd say you're like right at the bottom of the stairs um okay just because they are coming up out of the water so you're just at the bottom of them you let off uh merrick so he can climb up the stairs so if i stood on the stairs would i be able to give myself solid ground to attack it with my cutlass sure cool we're gonna go with that then all right nice 17 plus 7 makes 24. that is absolutely going to hit and that will not be great so that's going to be six slashing no i oh wait wait this is a sword sword so technically it'd be piercing okay still it doesn't matter too much because as the as this two-headed snake comes across the water just like motorboating its way across the top of the water (laughs) it just comes up and like as you as it's coming up to you at the stairs and lunges at you you just kind of hold your sword out and it impales itself on the sword And Stupid as snake. the one head is like stuck on the sword, you see the back head like let go, thrash around, and try and get at you, and then slowly go limp and fall down into the water. I think problem solved, guys, but I've never seen a two headed snake before. That's not a two headed snake, there's a snake on both sides. Merrick, I think this is your department. Ooh. You see Myth with Merrick now coming down the stairs. We have to be very, very quiet. Very, very is, quiet. Yes, very quiet. Yeah. And they reach up their hand and try and pull you down to scooch down on the steps as well. We are fighting things. Why are we what scooching? Because I do not want to fight the thing that is upstairs. I didn't tell you, there's a thing upstairs. There is a thing upstairs. I have to sleep right now. But uh, until... I do not know how long I can keep the sleep. That is the problem. Alright, so back we go. Maybe get on my back. Uh, And I'm going to lower wall of water. Like, I'm too curious. Like, I'm gonna just... Hold on one second, we just check something. And this thing is dead, right? The two-headed snake? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna just go up to it. It's, do I recognize it from any books that I've read? Give me a history check. With advantage. It's true. <clears throat> um, Bozer's come so far since Balor. I know. Balor was my training wheel, so just big <laughs> oath. 14. No. You've heard of, I mean, clearly you've heard of snakes, and you've read of all sorts of different kinds of snakes, but you've never heard of a two-headed snake. Or you have, but like, sometimes they'll have the two heads on one, and sometimes they'll grow Mm -hmm. that way because of some weird, something happened to them in the egg, but never Mm -hmm. a head on both sides. Wow, and how big is this thing? Um, it is roughly... 10 to 12 feet long. Dang, Jesus. It's like, Fuck. can I take it with me? I, I just think real quick. Cog, do you know what this is? Not for sure, but there were some experiments like this back at the Institute. 
Really? I never saw those. There were many Seems locked like doors. To do. Double malice to feed, zero digestion. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what you fuse together. There were many locked doors at the Institute. Okay. I'm just going to go to Milos and climb on his back. Uh-oh. Did Bozer freeze for you as well? So, you go back into the previous room. Um, Myth is struggling to keep up, but manages to, to swim behind as well. Velos would head towards this direction. Alright. Uh, so you do feel the current pick up as you get closer to that opening. Myth, do you swim well? Yes. Okay, this current's getting a little strong, so hug the wall. Grab what you can to help slow yourself and steady yourself. Oh, of course. Um, and you see the current pick up Myth, who is not as strong of a swimmer as you, and start to drag them down into the cave. But they grab onto the wall, they slip, and then you see their claws come out. So they grip onto the stone, and you hear a... Can I attempt to grab? What's that? Can I attempt to grab her arm? Oh, their arm? They are... They've got the wall, and they are slowly, like, you see... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying Yeah, now. you see, like, a foot-long trail of claw marks in the <laughs> wall. I don't like that. <laughs> no. As they catch themselves, and then get a footing underneath them as well, and slowly, like, you see their, their claws retract, come back out as they grab another piece of rock retract, come back out as they grab another piece of rock and they just make their way down slowly that way it is okay I'm so uncomfortable right now it is okay friends, I have this does that hurt? no yes <laughs> <laughs> what do we see looking into? um would you like to get close enough to try and peer down into the cave? Because you're currently treading water at the top before the current really picks up. Right. I think seeing how Myth would respond, like how Myth's body reacted to that current, I think Milos would probably go up towards and hug the wall and peer around before just like wading into the current. Give me a strength saving throw. Oh, that's great. That twenty. Hell yeah, you which don't... is needed with my plus zero modification. Yep. So as you get up close, um, you feel the current start to pick up, and you just kind of backpedal to counter that extra current pull, and like very gracefully make your way over to the wall, grab onto it, keeping Merrick above the water. Yes, please. The entire time. <laughs> and so you get Merrick over to the wall, and Merrick, there's. It's not a great climb, so you can either try and stay on Milos's back, and this is going to mean disadvantage for you, Milos, going down, or you can try and just climb your way down. Um, I'm probably going to want to feel like I stay on his back. Okay. Uh, so Even looking though I down, think I'm stronger than you. Looking down... Probably. 
uh, through the cave because it does angle down slightly. Um, you see the water go about 20 feet and then just it goes over a short edge um, but you can see the floor beyond it and it just kind of spreads out enough and gets soaked up into the dirt of the cave floor the sand of the cave okay. floor over there that you realize oh there's some open ground there that we can get ourselves onto gotcha would there be i think i still have a rope would there any be anything else i could tie off on like i know the cave walls a lot of times have been smooth you could, Are there any jagged pieces? You could make your way back to the pillar for sure. Otherwise, you're going to need to give me an investigation check. Investigation. I'm great at that. 8 plus 8 makes 16. Give me another strength saving throw. Wait, hold on. I got to make sure that actually isn't a 17 because of... Nope. Okay, we're good. So 16. Give me a strength saving throw as you are moving around. That's only a 14 this time. You slip. Shit. <gasps> You're looking for a place to set up the rope, and one of the rocks comes out. And you fall. Hold your breath. Catch yourself. <gasps> and make your way back up. Merrick, give me a... Also give me a strength saving throw to keep your hold on Milos slips chokes me Ooh. minus one fourteen minus one I thought you were stronger than us you are I thought so but I might be wrong you are wrapped up in the uh, the backpack and cloak that Milos has well enough um, uh -huh. where you do not get washed away by the current okay. however you do hear a hep as myth gets sucked down by the current and dragged down below milos would immediately let go and pencil dive following i just told you to hold your breath i didn't tell you to not hold your breath anymore uh you this underwater <laughs> give me a strength saving throw 15 okay you hold on Milos, give me a dex saving throw with disadvantage. I'm still good at that one. <clears throat> uh, so do you want the 17 or the nat 20? Disadvantage. So 17 plus 7 makes 24. Very nice. So you managed to pencil dive in. Uh, with a pencil dive, you mean like feet first, right? Yeah, just okay. tightening Perfect. in. Perfect. Yep. Pencil dive in. You face the rocky bottom to make sure that Merrick doesn't grind along it and as you feel it get a little bit close you push off, push out arc out over the ground below and then land with a three point landing in the sand blade pose exactly, Just and the sand gives just enough give where you don't take any falling damage but you see Myth just getting pounded by the water as like you know how a cat looks when they're wet. <laughs> <laughs> just defeated, air, ears sunk down ears, low. As ears sunk down as the water's just <laughs> pounding down on them from above, and they push themselves up. And you see that they've got, like, 
they're holding their hip a little bit as they're coming up out of the the water there there's a little pool where the water comes down and hits but you can see that it generally sticks to the cave wall um if you are turning back and facing the mini waterfall i'm revealing it as i'm talking but if you look back at the mini waterfall um it kind of sticks to the wall to the right and goes follows that wall to go back and join up with the underground river that is now behind you um there you go okay um, and then the sand does suck up, soak up a decent amount of the moisture and excess water in this room. So, like, all the sand is wet sand, um, but sand You know what wet sand does? Shows footprints. I would like to investigate to see if any of the sand has been disturbed. You got it. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. 13 plus 7 makes dirty 20. Very nice. Um, You're rolling like a champ today. I'm rolling things to my advantage. You see, you do see, um, you know, dragon footprints as small well. Small dragon footprints. Small dragon footprints. Okay. Because um, that makes a big difference yeah. in this area. And with that dirty twenty, you can kind of tell the story of landing about where you landed making their way over to the river turning around and strafing right and left as if they were def as if they were defensively standing off with something and then large gaps in between but landing so right about here is where you find them take like they step forward here and then disappear and then reappear over here and then disappear and reappear over here sounds a long stride um and then looking around you do also it's you also notice regular footprints but they're a little bit harder to follow just because they are it's gaia gaia is okay yeah gaia is made to be or you can assume it's Gaia because, but Gaia right. is, Gaia knows how to be light-footed, yep, and not leave tracks. So, myth, as you can see, we don't have Gaia. Some shit went sideways. We need to find him as soon as possible. Gaia's a bad man. Subjective. We're not gonna sit here and throw stones when we don't know what the institute did either. Institute didn't do anything wrong. I am very confused. Um, so am I, but sounds like they're both assholes and I'm stuck in the middle of it. Institute? Yeah, where I'm from. Oh, okay. That explains everything. Made that too. Oh, wait. I wouldn't know that. Never mind. So, and Milos is going to start following uh, Nuri's tracks because that would be the easier one to... Myth leans down to you, Merrick. I guess we are to follow the Milos? Yeah, well, we're trying to find Nui, because I hope she's okay. And it looks like she went this way. Right. Very good. Uh, would you like to hold my hand? I am a little of the scared here. That's okay. 
I am too. Perfect. We can be a little of the scared together. And they grab your hand and hurriedly make their way off to follow Milos. Uh, Milos, you give me a survival check. Okay. Because it is an investigation to notice tracks, but it is a survival check to follow them. 16 plus 5, 21. Very nice. So you have followed the tracks into a new cave formation. Um, and so the three of you make your way through this, uh, down into this new cave, drier. Um, it starts to angle up and away from the water and the earth around you starts to become less sand and mud and more earth more rock <clears throat> and is everything still very geometrically yes okay not as geometric as the walls it's still raw stone but still all the raw stone on this island seems to have a geometric seems to have a geometry to it still Gotcha. Like patterns, like they all look almost the same? Mm-hmm. Okay. Milos would be proceeding forward with crossbow in hand still. He is very concerned. Looking around, uh, you come up to a junction, essentially. There is a drop-off in front of you. There is a pathway to the left that follows the drop-off, and then there is a pathway to the right uh, that also follows the drop-off a little bit. Um, you see the... You see the dragon tracks make their way up to the edge of the drop-off and disappear. I would like to do a... Pers uh, I would like to peer over the drop-off and do a perception check to see what we are going to be getting into sure by proceeding forward go ahead and give me you see me Los. 16 plus 5 21 21 all right it's still difficult to see with because you do you have dark vision but 60 feet of dark vision. yeah 60 feet of dark vision so out towards the edge of that you it does get hard to see, or even beyond the 30 feet, it's hard to see because it's still dim light. Uh, okay. Or no, it's 60 feet that you can see regular, and then another 60 feet on top of that, that's dim light, isn't it? Uh, let me double check that. Yes. Oh, boy. So yeah, um, this entire room is not bright, but clear enough to you that you can see with what little light that there is coming in. Um just reflecting off of surfaces and so you see movement down below and as you I'll get back to that movement because off to your right there is a natural catwalk that forms that kind of goes there's a recession um, about 30 feet away off to the right and then another recession in the wall about 50 feet away um, but it comes to a dead end, and both of those recessions are just kind of like alcoves in the wall. Gotcha. Off to your left, there's an alcove about 
40 feet away, another one about 50 feet away, but it, the catwalk continues, slopes down to meet up with where the bottom of this drop-off is. Um, a cave that branches off to the left about 55 feet away, and then a cave that branches off and your line of sight is cut off by a wall as this cave curves off to the right further away about 60 feet okay um but down below you see oh, what kind of i wish that i i wish that i hadn't lost all the encounters that i made apparently i forgot to press the save button when i closed google or bane uh, of a dm's existence yeah firefox last night but you see movement down below. <clears throat> As. Yeah. Oh, lost it again. No, come back, come back, come back. There we go. You see movement down below as um, two cat-shaped creatures seem to be prowling around down there. Um, Merrick, you actually hear slight move. You actually hear the movement and low growls going back and forth. There's something down there, Milos. What is it? I, I think Nuri's tracks lead them here, but there's some type of creature down there waiting for us, and I don't think it's them. I'm gonna, like, get down on my hands and knees and crawl over to the edge and just kind of peer over to see for myself. Give me a perception check. And this way I can figure out if I can just give both of you the same description. Yeah. Uh, that's a... 15. Um, Myth comes up next to you and is peering over the side as well. And they just go, oh, kitty. Um, Ooh, no. Not loud. It just like lies oh. down and like comes up, <laughs> oh, kitty. Um, and the two of you, you see these two, um, they're rather large cats. Larger than the average human by a decent amount. They have, you see as they walk around, paw. Paw, 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 paw. Shit. Six legs. <laughs> and you see the tail whipping back and forth. Then you realize it's not one tail, but two. And then a third. You know you've read the Monster's Handbook, Matt Monster's Manual, too many times. You know you've seen Avatar too many times. And the, you realize that two of the tails are actually connected just behind the shoulder blades. And when the two large cats confront each other, the two tails behind the shoulder blades kind of come up at attention and hover back and forth kind of like snakes, ready for a strike. 
I'm not saying you guys were in the wrong, but if this is another Institute creation, I'm not really trusting what your guys' intent with Nuri was. Merrick, do be careful with those down there. They are not friends. Did the Institute make those? Make no, but enhance. Fabricate, yes. Definitely. Why didn't I know about any of this? There was very much about the Institute that you did not know. They wanted to make sure that your education was complete, more filled out before they started to introduce you to more of the outlandish things that the Institute did. Outlandish? Um, Milo Smith? I'm whispering this. Mm-hmm. Um, if Noe went that way, to go after her. Can all three of you, or rather can the two of you, and I'll do it for myth, can the two of you give me stealth checks, please? 15? That's a nine. A nine? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't build him to be stealthy. Oh boy. So, Milos, you feel a tingling in your nose as you are belly to the ground, trying to keep from being seen above the ridge of this drop-off. Starts to tickle. You try and hold it in. Cover your mouth. Cover your nose subsides <laughs> as you hurriedly try and cover your mouth and nose again but a sneeze comes out as all three oh, of shit. you see both of the beasts below turn you see four pinpricks of light as they are eyeing you and I need you to roll initiative for me shit <laughs> Damn allergies. Damn allergies. Uh, 15. I'm only rolling really well every time because I'm using a different die. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta mix it up. Ooh, good for myth. All right. Um, look at all that empty tattoo space that needs to Merrick, what was your (laughs) initiative roll? 15. 15. Milos, what was yours? 16. 16. Alright, so we've got... They didn't roll poorly on their initiative rolls. They all just rolled really well. Makes sense, though. You are peering over at them. So, uh, Myth is going to stand up and realize oh I guess the uh, the gig is how you say up 
I don't know, I've never heard that before. Oh, well, never mind then. And that surface phrases are weird, <laughs> I've got no idea. She pulls out a jar from within, or they pull out a jar from within the folds of their, their cloak. She has um, a jar too. <laughs> and they throw it at the ground in between the <gasps> two displacer beasts. Um, they yell out something in... Do either of you speak Sylvan? I do. Uh, no. So yeah, they... You hear Myth yell out um, an incantation in Sylvan as the glass jar shatters on the ground and molasses expands out ex or explodes out from the jar, hovers in the air, and then settles on the muscles of the display of the beasts below. Um, and they get a wisdom saving throw. One succeeds. The other one fails. No matching succeeds. Both of them succeed. So they settle and you just see both of the cats below just stretch their muscles and shake off the molasses that was trying to cling to their fur. She just goes she and drops back down to the ground. <laughs> Um, lying down. So, uh, Milos, you are up. What are you doing? Uh, Milos is going to probably fire the crossbow at them. Alright. Go ahead and give me that attack roll. Which one are you firing at? The one on the left or the one on the right? We'll say the one on the left. Alright. And how far are they from... We're up above them. You're yep. down in the pit below. Yes. Uh, so you came up about here. So they are... This cliffside is about 10 foot. It's about a 10 foot drop. Um, okay. Just far enough where dropping down, you'd have to be careful to not twist an ankle. Mm -hmm. um, so they're roughly... They're roughly 30 feet away from you right now. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I can do this. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Tokens! Huzzah! Tokens, indeed. Uh, the, do not pay attention to the grid. The grid is, like, if you use the measurement tool, it's roughly what it's supposed to be. Also, I guess the grid's not too far off. Um, but the each square is a little bit more than five feet, so. Okay. That was a 25 to hit, and then 10 piercing if it hits. Uh, you do actually get advantage on this because you are at <gasps> a... So I get sneak attack? So you do get sneak attack because you are firing at them from a uh, elevated position. That's a 19, so a 26. 26 nice. is absolutely going to hit. So... 10 piercing plus 3d6 sneak attack damage. Ooh. Oh, I've been waiting. Rogue shit. That's an 11, another 11, so that's 21 points of damage altogether. 21 points. And which one was this? The one on the left or right? The one on the left. All right. 21 points of damage. Dang. Uh, the creature snarls. <laughs> and then crouches down, getting ready to pounce. Uh, Milos, what else do you want to do with your turn? Is are, how large are there 
boulders of any size in this area. Yeah, there's some rocks. Um, so looking at the map, there's going to be like the rocks that you see on the map. Okay. Those are pretty accurate. Um, okay. So the one off to your right is going to be big enough. If you can make it over here, that's going to be big enough. Um, this one, it's going to be a little bit harder to hide behind because it's up against the rock or up against the wall. Or you could make your way over to one of the alcoves. Uh, Milos would probably make it over here into this area. Sorry, I gotta highlight. And then I'm gonna hide kind of in between the boulders to kind of give myself a... Cool, let me give you a revelation then. Revelation? In the most technical sense of the word. <laughs> okay. Um, seeing this now, Milos would probably go towards this one then. Alright. So that way he still has a view of... You can make it about this far. You can use... You got a bonus action to dash if you want to, being a rogue. Yeah, okay, that's what we'll do. We'll dash and then come back into here. Alright. So that way I can still get a viewpoint on them, but if they come up, then I can kind of work my way behind them. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, uh, map, I can't. Merrick, you are up. Um, I am going to kind of stand up a little bit. I'm like, okay, I can help. I can help. And I'm going to roll up my big old sleeves and put his arms back down and they fall back down. <laughs> Just <Yep>. like... <laughs> and utter something in Gnomish and do a hand signal and blast my hands towards the Displacer Beasts. You're helping say, the room is I cast Fireball. <laughs> say sorry, kitties. I'm gonna cast Magic Missile at All right. first level. Um, so you've got three things. You don't need to roll. Um, you're firing all three at one? Uh, yeah. Alright, which one? Left or right? Right. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage for me. They automatically hit? Yeah, that's magic missile for you. Mm -hmm. oh my god, I love this. That's uh, super, super powerful, but it's an automatic hit. Yeah, so. yeah it's still cool. Okay. 1d4, 2d4, 3d4. As soon as you said four paws, five paws immediately went to this place of beast. <laughs> Uh, it's two, three, four, five damage. Five points of damage total? Yeah. Alright, so that... So yeah, just... As the creature below the Displacer Beast, because the gig is up now, uh, Displacer Beast gets knocked on one side and then two on the other side and just... And... Anything else with your turn, Merrick? Um, I'm going to do my best. Is this a this is a rock to my right? Yes. Um, I'm just gonna scurry over there. Sorry, just because I'm trying to, I can't pan the map easily and move my character. Are you able to move me behind that rock? I can absolutely do that. Thank you. So with that, the two displacer beasts down there are going to... Yep. Both leap up. <laughs> it's like... They a, can do that! They take a leap, 
they grab onto like the rock wall a little bit and then jump up the last of the way to the top. Again, it's only a ten foot. Uh, um, it's only a ten foot drop, and it's not just a flat wall. It's a steep slope. Yeah, they can. So basically, with six legs, they're just yeah, galloping up. They're basically mountain lions, so they just kind of leap oh. up and then leap up and then. Same thing with the other one, they kind of cross paths, so now the one that was on the left is on the right, and the one that was on the right is on the left. Um, as long as you're keeping track of hit points, that's all I care Oh yeah. yeah so one of them is going to go confusing. after... Um, uh, the left one had... There we go. And the right one had... There we go. No, come on. Keep track. You... Alright, I'm gonna have to do something real quick. Give me a un momento, por favor. Only because you said por favor. Otherwise, it's fuck you, Jeff. Let's get your shit together. <laughs> oh, I don't want you to see the numbers. Oh, can you see the red bar above the creature? Nope. No. Good. All right. I think that's a specific GM feature. Good, good, good. I love that. Um, yes, perfect. So, uh, the one on the right now is going to go... The one closest to Myth is going to attack them. And that's going to be... Two attacks. Um, big oofs. Big oofs, indeed. Do you do flanking, Jeffsits? Uh, if you are directly opposite. Okay. So just out of curiosity, would I have flanking on the one fighting myth then? No, because you need to be adjacent to the creature to flank. Oh, gotcha. But you do get your sneak attack still because of uh, an enemy of the enemy is within five feet. So you still get sneak attack, but just not advantage. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying because I gotta be. I don't know what myth is capable of, so I think I gotta be big damage here. Uh, so creature's going to attack. That's gonna hit myth for the first attack. Second attack is not going to hit myth. Um, so it's going to be ten points of damage on myth. Ooh. As I the take creature, about four of those before I die. As the creature, like you, it looks like they're about to pounce on them, and then the two tentacles from behind the shoulder blades come around and just rake across Myth. Um, they manage to get their arm up, and it just wraps around the leather uh, reinforcement of their dress. Comes off, or like bounces off slightly, scratches into it a little bit, but no damage to Myth. The other one wraps around their leg, and you see blood start to pour down Miss leg as, ah! bad kitty and then the other one is going to prowl around the rock and go after nope, you nope 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 does a oh where to go there we go um does a 14 hit yes how about a 13 but you have shield yes. reaction but not if I use shield as a reaction. Are you using shield as a reaction? I am using shield as a reaction. Give me a d20 roll. Shit. <laughs> this could go well. 
You are muted, T. Nine. Nine? Alright, you're fine. Um, shield goes up. Do either one hit? No. Alright. How long does shield last? Until the start of my next turn. Start gotcha. of your next turn. Oh, I was hoping it was until the end. Oh well. <clears throat> so, that is the kitty's turn. Um, Myth is up, and Myth is going to... reach out their hand, and again, you hear an incantation in uh, Sylvan, Milos, as Myth reaches out, points at... Yeah, points at the one directly in front of them. That's gonna do it. That's gonna do it. Um, not kill them, but that's gonna hit. So the Damn. you see <laughs> like, frost. Great, these guys are weak. You see frost start to appear up, or rather, Merrick, you're the only one within view. So you see frost yeah. start to appear up around or on the ground around the displacer beast in front of Myth as it crawls up the legs of the creature, and they have to try and struggle to break free as their muscles start to lock up. Um, does 1d6 cold damage? 3? Uh, and Myth is going to try and drop down. They take some damage as they clumsily slide down the wall there, um, or the, the incline, decline there, the mm -hmm. displacer beast is going to make a swipe at them, but misses uh, as their muscles kind of atrophy for just a moment. They manage to break free of the frost after that point, and snarl down at myth below them. Um, up next, we've got Milos. Seeing uh, myth separate herself from Merrick, Milos would put himself opposite of Merrick to help him fight that displacer beast. Um, to do that with your, unless you want to use a bonus action to dash. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to hide this go around because I'm going to make sure Merrick doesn't get killed so yeah, I'll use my bonus action. To, uh, so you could either use your bonus action to dash or you could make a I'd say either athletics or acrobatics check to make your way over the rock here, in between the rock and the wall, to get here, and then come here. Okay. I am good at acrobatics. Go ahead and give me that acrobatics check, then. Oh, thank god. That's a 12 plus 7, 19. Yeah. You dive through I saw that. the 2 in panic. I was like, ah! You dive through that hole. You, you barely managed to get up onto the rock, but... You slide across the rest of it, drop down, tuck, roll, and then hop back up. You are now within melee range of both Displacer Beasts, but you are flanking, so you have your Perfect. action and bonus action still. Okay, so I'm going to use my Cutlass right. to attack the Displacer Beast that was going at Merrick because... You do have advantage on this attack. Oh great, that was unnecessary. Uh, so that's going to be a 16 to hit. That 
that is going to hit as the Displacer Beast is trying to keep track of both you and Merrick on the other side. You manage to cut across its flank. Damage. And then in turn, that's going to be 8 points of slashing plus 13 points of sneak attack. Total of 21. So 21 again. Right. Nice. Very nice. So this is the... This is not the one that you attacked the first time. That's okay. But you catch it along the flank, and it turns to try and get out of the way. But with the way that you slashed across it, you manage to cut all the way along its body and actually lop off one of the ears. <gasps> and you've, it's got blood pouring down its right side now as it is just... <sighs> at the two of you. Uh, bonus action. Um... I'm not super versed in fighter fighters. I have two weapon fighting. Does that allow me to use a dagger to make a second attack? Yep. Um, if you are... Generally, you just get to make the second attack without your ability modifier to add to the damage. Okay. Second attack is rolled normally. Uh, okay. Damage is just lessened. Unless you have sure. the feat or the fighting style that allows you to do so otherwise. I just have my actions in combat, two-weapon fighting. Cool, so yeah, go ahead and roll that second attack as normal. Okay. And it's a dagger, you said? Uh, yeah, that would be my that would be my offing. Cool. 13 plus dagger is 7, so dirty 20. That's going to hit. Go ahead, and it's just a d4 of damage, no dexterity yep. bonus. Um, because it's reasonable that you would have done this Four. without mentioning... I'm going to say that you pulled your cutlass out as you ran off behind the rock. Yeah, sorry. And then pulled your dagger out as you came out uh, and moved this way, because you can draw a single weapon as part of your movement action. To draw a second okay. weapon, you have to use, I think it's your action. So, okay, gotcha. So just keep that in mind moving forward. Noted. Uh, but yeah, so another four and points of damage. four more points that. of damage. So 25 in turn for that one. Alright, that creature is not happy and now turns to you That's That was unfortunately my plan. As its new target. Merrick, you are up. What are you doing? <sighs> Thanks, Milos, but I got your back. Um, I'm going to remain stalwart and puff up my chest hands out <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this like red flame kind of ignites in the back of my eyes no. I'm going to warn you if it's yeah. a ranged spell attack yeah it is at disadvantage because they are within five feet of you it is at advantage Ooh, because okay. you are flanking so it's just a straight roll if it's a melee spell attack advantage because you are flanking if it's a save of any kind for the Displacer Beast, just a regular throw. Got it. Okay. Then this... If I back up, I lose advantage. You back up, you, you lose advantage. Attack of opportunity. And you take an attack of opportunity. So if you're doing a ranged one, it's better just to stay there and do it. I'm going to stay there. And I'm going to uh, cast Firebolt. All right. Go ahead and give me that attack roll. Come on, that's a 17. That's gonna hit. Go ahead and give me the damage on that. <clears throat> give me 2d10, baby. 
I like sorcerers. They're fun. Firebolt's one of the few cantrips that scales, right? Hell yeah, it does. All cantrips scale. Or not all, but all damaging cantrips scale. Gotcha. This seems broken, kind of, but uh, that's a 17 damage. Yeah. Uh, oh. Nope. It's an advantage anyway. So um, as you are attacking these creatures, you do notice that they shift slightly every time mm -hmm. that your eyes move. And so, like, with your eyes darting around, they kind of seem blurred and don't seem to stay in one place at any given time. Doesn't affect any of the rules because you've been rolling with advantage or disadvantage one way or the other. But, uh, it is much harder to hit these creatures than you thought. But I do hit? You do hit. Okay. Um, and so the creature, you hit it right in the back leg. And you hold on, it. hold on. I have a cool image in my mind. Okay. So I roll up my sleeves and I like create a flame like you've seen before, but then you see me like kind of focus and it just like like goes to second level Ooh. and I just like blast it right at its butthole. Right in that little <laughs> cat butt. You hear right in his sphincter echoing throughout the entire cave system. <laughs> as it jumps up onto its high legs turns around and cannot decide which one of you to go after now um anything else Wait, we turn more damage it should be me bonus action or movement um i'm nope there's not much i can do so All i'm right. just gonna stay there and i'm terrified but i'm not gonna move because you don't hurt my friend the displacer beast between the two of you the first one or it's going to lash out one of its tentacles at you Milos does a okay. 13 hit. Does not. The second one is going to go after you, Merrick. Does a 13 hit. Um, yes, but as a reaction this time, I'm going to use Bend Luck. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and uh, when another creature you can see makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use your reaction and spend two sorcery points to roll a 1d4 and apply the number rolled as a bonus or penalty of your choice to the Very nice. Go, uh, roll that 1d4. Give me a d4. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. More than one. It's a four! All right. It is reduced down to a nine, and that, I'm assuming, does not, does not hit. All right. So, yeah, as you... It hits, and you oh, shudder at the, the thought of it hitting... Or you shudder at the, the reaction of it scratching across your face and chest. And you go, No! And suddenly time shatters, shifts, rearranges, and all of a sudden... Now we're in a new timeline. Now Thanks. you are in a new timeline where TVA's you never got pissed hit. Off. <laughs> and the, the memory of you getting hit is still there, but you check. Your face is still intact. There's no gaping wound on your chest. You're okay. Uh, the other one is going to look back and forth at the two of you, growl, or look over its shoulder at you specifically, Milos, growl, and then leap down at Myth below. Attack of opportunity because he was in range of me? Yes, go ahead and roll that attack Get of opportunity. Him. Get after him! Uh, no. 14 plus 7. Oh, I have on. That is at disadvantage. Damn it. Two plus seven makes nine. <laughs> nine? That is not going to hit. So, 
the creature. Oh, sorry. I misread that. It was hit by an attack, so the shifting on this one has paused. And gotcha. you take advantage of the opportunity to slash at it as it leaps awesome. down after mid. Go ahead and roll that nice. damage for me. Seven. Seven, alright. It is going to leap at Myth, though, and this is going to be... That's only a an 11 to hit, which does not work. Uh, it leaps Score. down, and Myth scrambles up off the ground, and roll, or doesn't even scramble up off the ground. They fell to the ground as they drop down, and they just kind of roll over to the side, out of the way. And you just hear, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> From below, as this displacer beast is essentially on top of Myth. Um, very bad situation for them to be in right now. But that is the displacer beast's turn. And you see that one down below start to shift and shudder back and forth again, as well as the one in front of you shift and shudder back and forth again. All right. Up next is Myth, who is going to... Oh, sorry. I only rolled one d 6 for that. Okay, another two damage on the one that Myth attacked before. Um, I forgot. Cantrip scale, and Myth is level 5, so <laughs> they absolutely get the extra d6 on that. Um, you hear... So the, what shadows there are in the um, cave system here get darker as you hear myth start to chant. And it seems under their breath, but it fills and echoes throughout the cave. And myth is going to hex the displacer beast in front of them. Yeah, and that's going to be it. That's the bonus action. Action. They're going to... Uh, in Sylvan again, you hear Myth calling out. Um, Please, friends, help me. I could really use it right now. As you hear a buzzing noise. Start to grow from below. You can't really see what's happening down there. Neither one of you can. Uh, but you hear the creature growl as it does not manage to fight off whatever is happening down there. Uh-oh. Something disconnect. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Something disconnected, and I'm worried about what it is. It's probably just a controller, but <laughs> I just got very scared there for a second. Computer dies. Right. Um, you hear the creature yowl. And then, oh, a d4. Oh, all right, interesting. Creature moves there, and Myth stands up, and then moves back here. All right, up next we've got Milos. Uh, you do hear just myth quietly. Thank you. And Milos, what are you doing? 
right. Is Milos in a position that he can see down? Um, not quite. Because he would have heard Myth cry out for help. You would have to circle around a little bit. It would be like the equivalent of a five foot step so you could move okay. there look over and then move back into position without any attacks of opportunity gotcha and kind of decide from there but it will take up five feet of your movement that's okay i think I, milos would look at this as while myth does need help she is immediately out of attack range at the moment and nothing against myth but merrick is kind of his responsibility all right so milos is going to continue to attack this, this one's got to be close. Oh, and then man. I will be doing the two weapon fighting again to attack him. With right. both the cutlass and the dagger. Um, are you going to be flanking it again? Yes. Alright, moving back into flanking position. So, base roll... Um, with flanking, I need you to read through the sneak attack real quick. Read through. The, uh, if you're questioning the disadvantage, then no, sneak attack doesn't work. Because well, at the very bottom it says you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. Well, there's... I know that it's placed specifically, so I want Once to... Once per turn, you deal an extra 3d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon if you have advantage on the attack roll. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is in within five feet of it. That enemy is incapacitated and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. You still have advantage on the attack. Because even though advantage and disadvantage cancel out to a straight roll, you still have both advantage and disadvantage, and the advantage still counts towards the sneak attack, regardless of the disadvantage. So, base roll, but you do get your sneak attack. Oh, awesome. Yep. That is my ruling on it, at least, and I just wanted that's to make fair. sure that I was remembering the rules of sneak attack properly, and that's how I interpret those rules. So okay. We can look it's it up your later. House. Yeah, we can look it up later, and I'll, I may... We'll talk. Later on. Yeah, we'll sure. talk. Uh, 8 plus 7 makes so 15. That is just barely going to hit. Oh, thank God. Nice. Go ahead and roll that damage for me. So base attack is going to do 6 plus sneak attack. Are you doing both do attacks to 14. it? 14. Uh, I'm sorry, that was just the first attack, yeah. but yeah, both attacks will be going. Go ahead it. and roll the second attack for me as well. Uh, that one is a 9 plus 7, so 16. Hits, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that's only one. One, all right. So, um, you stab down with your dagger to pin one of the tails in place, and then you so come weirdly along. enough, again, another 21 points of damage. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, you go to pin one of the tails in place, pin it to the ground, swing your cutlass around and try and lop off the tentacle to try and, like, keep it from attacking as much. It manages to rip the tentacle free, so it's split and torn, but still intact, and you end up just cutting a deep gash across one of its shoulder blades. Noise. Uh, so a total of 21 points of damage. This creature is not looking good. But still not. hanging on. 
come on. <laughs> Would you like to move me, Los? No, because I'm assuming once again that if I'm doing damage to it, I'm hoping it's going to focus on me and not Merrick. You got it. Merrick, you are up. Come on, bad kitty. And, um... I'm going to... I'm, really, I'm right there, right? Thousand fingers mm -hmm. of death. Um, I'm going to... Like, the tails are, are moving around. Yep. And I'm just gonna, like, rush up behind... It's facing Milos? Yes. Like, I want one of these tails, and I'm gonna grab one. <clears throat> and cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. Go ahead and give me the attack roll on that. That is at advantage, because it is a melee spell attack, right? It's a touch. Does it count as a melee? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because you have to roll to grab. And with Milos attacking it, you notice that it's lost its concentration on the shifting and blurring. Uh-huh. So you are able to clearly see the tail, reach out, so roll with advantage for that. 22 to hit. That is going to hit. Go ahead and roll the damage for me. It's 2d8. Ooh, not bad. Nine damage. Nine damage? All right. Still holding on. You see all of its fur just <laughs> stand on end <laughs> as this electric current, like you grab onto one of the tentacles, release quickly after the other one tries to like wrap around your wrist, but uh -huh. you grab on enough, the jolt, you feel the energy go up, travel through your arm, shoot through the displacer beast in front of you. And yeah, Milos, you just see all the fur stand on end. And it looks much larger than it did a second ago because of its just floofed out fur. But it doesn't look happy about its floofed out fur. Anything else from you, Merrick? Milos, he's so pretty strong. And we we got this. No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay there. Alright. Um It is now the beast's turn. And so it is going to It'll whip one tail at you, Sil Merrick. Mm -hmm. But that is only a 10 to hit. Miss! Uh, the other one is going to go after you, Milos, and that's going to be a 25 to hit. Man, just shy. Sucks <laughs> to suck to be the beast. Uh, so that's going to be 1d6 plus 4 bludgeoning. 9 plus another d6 of piercing five so 14 points of damage as this comes in around your around your leg and wraps up like as it was focused you saw the other tentacle go back and you're kind of like trying to get in the way or at least like attack at that tentacle before it hits merrick um but you didn't notice the one snaking along the ground wrap up around your leg and then catch you in the side as well. It catches there, and you rip your leg free, but not without a good chunk from your side getting torn. Oh, it definitely <laughs> took a good chunk. So, that is that displacer beast. The other one is going to look around. Notice, we'll call it a bitch. Notice where Myth went. Run up. Actually, can it run that far? Yeah, it can easily run that far. So it's going to run up, and it's going to be a 14 to hit, which just barely hits. A 
two to hit, which hits. Um, man. And can I, I can't see what's going on down there, right? You cannot see what's going on down there. Let me see if, nope, Myth does not have any reactions. So that's going to be seven plus two, so nine. And then seven plus four, so 11. A total of 20 points of damage. You hear Myth scream out as apparently things are not going well down there. And then after the scream, you hear Myth uh, in Sylvan, or no, in, uh, in Goblin, they use one of the dirtiest words you've ever heard. <laughs> if either of you can speak Goblin. No, I cannot. So yeah, you hear them scream something guttural, like yell something guttural, and like you can feel just how bad this word is. In my head canon, she learned that from you unintentionally by you following her around so much, speaking and being a terrible, terrible person. So, that was their turn, and now we are back up to Myth. Who is going She's to... pissed. Yeah. Put that kitty down. Yeah, they don't have too much here that's gonna help them. You do hear a pop, though. <laughs> Damn, not enough. Myth's magic ain't going well. No. As you hear Myth yell out, <laughs> Shit, we lost an NPC. Should have taken Cleric. <laughs> All right. Um. So that was Myth's turn. Milos, you are up. Milos, seeing the severity of Myth's uh, situation. You do not see anything at this point. Hearing yeah. Myth's situation is going to take the attack of opportunity. Uh, hold on. First and foremost, from my position, can I get to the other Displacer Beast with my movement? Because that's going to depend. Do I dash there and take the opportunity to attack, or do I disengage and then still have enough movement to get to the Displacer Beast? Tell you what. You can give me an athletics check to launch yourself from the top here. You'll take fall damage. <laughs> Nat 20! Oh, yeah. Hey! So, you will take fall damage. That's fine. Four points. Um, as it... But you land on top of the Displacer Beast. Drive cutlass and dagger straight to the back of its neck. You get advantage on both attacks. Attack one is an 18. So cutlass is an 18. Oh, sorry. No. It is still displacing, so you get advantage but disadvantage, so straight roll for both attacks. Okay. okay you do so get your sneak attack on the first one. So 18 men, and then the second one would be a 17. Both hit. Cool. Go ahead and roll the damage for both of those. I'll just roll all these clip classes. 
Alright, so we have 10, 20, 22 points of damage in total. Nice. Nice. So yeah, come down on top of it, you get a decent um, gash along its right shoulder with the cutlass. The dagger sinks in and you're holding on with the dagger handle as the displacer beast just rawr, 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 and is trying to like reach around and claw you off of its back. Um, so, that's gonna be your turn, isn't it? And then Sylvan, I'm gonna tell the displacer beast to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, but yes, that will be my turn. You are up. The single displacer beast. Oh, I didn't actually roll the attack of opportunity against you, Milos. Oh, we hadn't decided. Was I disengaging and moving, or was I dashing? Was the conundrum there dissolved? No, so you would just have to make the athletic shut to leap. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Then. Yeah, so attack and then opportunity. And then if you are using both, if you're using the dagger to attack, that's your bonus action. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. Uh, so it is going to hit you with an 18. Yep. For 11 points of damage. Milos is bloody than a motherfucker. All right. Um, Merrick. So you've you got this displacer beast that just turned and swiped at uh, Milos as uh -huh. he leapt off the drop off next to you yeah I'm just gonna holler into the cave are you guys okay I'm good you kid you got this I got this and I'm just gonna roll up the sleeves and the light in the back of my eyes lights up time to go night night kitty and you should and I'm gonna cast firebolt alright go ahead and roll that damage for Roll the attack for me. It is at disadvantage. At disadvantage? Yes, because there is no flanking now, and it is displacing back and forth. Oof. Um, can I use my inspiration? You absolutely can. So, it's going to be... Just a normal roll? Straight. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... In or no, we'll do it. We'll do it this way because inspiration. I don't think technically gives you advantage. Roll two dice, okay. and then you get to re-roll one of them. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'll take it. Okay, I'm gonna re-roll that one. <laughs> okay, great. Um, fifteen. I actually have to check this one. Hits. Thank God. Thank God. Go ahead and roll the damage for me. Okay, 2d10, baby. Let's go, let's go. Give me something good. Six. Does your ability to reroll affect damage, or is it only d20s? With my bend luck. Yeah, or have you used it as many times as you can today? Um, no, I could still use it again as a reaction, and yeah, it's an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. So, so no yeah, damage, damage isn't a okay. Thing. Not enough to kill it. Ah! So like, it swipes at Milos. You take the opportunity just to like blast it in the side of the face, mm -hmm. and burned. 
away the entire cheek. Oof. As this creature just then turns slowly. Hi. And starts to slowly paw towards you. And we are actually going to call it for this session here. Because we found out that things Four start to get a, has a lot of technical difficulties. Things start to get a little weird with the uh, recordings if we go too long. So we're gonna call it there for now. Yep. But you can make donations and sub, and maybe one day that won't be a problem. <laughs> maybe one day that won't be a problem for us. But <laughs> you'll just have to tune in next week to find out what happens with the end of this combat. So Myth is then, probably dead. <laughs> until then, please know that we love all of you. And I've been your DM, Jeff Sitz. I've been your magical Merrick, Bozer. I don't remember what Jeff Sitz called me, so I'm Milos. <laughs> and y'all just keep geeking, geeking out. out. Good Take night. Care.